Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. There is some sound which everyone is talking about and they will be freaking out about. It's Drew Brees, who is the all-time leading passer in the history of the National Football League. He was on, um, what is this? Uh, He was on Yahoo Finance and he was asked about the national anthem protest potentially returning to the NFL. This is his full answer. I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better. And that we are all part of the solution. 
Okay, so here's what's going to happen and is already happening uh, on social media, right? Which is his comments are getting parsed. They're getting snipped up, cut up, played in short sound by form, and people will freak out and say, how can you say this? How can you do this? Right? Um, <laughs> like you, you read, I like you, go, I, I just go in and I can read on social media, just guys with, uh, guys with check marks, guys without check marks. Because the quote Yahoo Finance put out on Twitter is players kneeling against when the NFL see, um, that he thinks uh, um, uh, I will quit. Here's the quote. I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Right. That's what's being tweeted out by Yahoo Finance, which he did say it's not unfair to take a portion of the full quote. But you see F Drew Brees. I better not hear say go, go Brees, go. Drew Brees is about to find out week one how Derek Carr felt 2017 against the Redskins, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here's one. I swear I hope all the Black Dean line yell Black Lives Matter in Drew Brees' ear when they sack him. Here's the first thing that needs to stop. Okay? You cannot tell me that the fight is for equality, equal rights, and justice, and the ability to, uh, to demonstrate peacefully, which is part of the First Amendment, the Constitution of the United States, and the Bill of Rights, right? You can't tell me that it's about free speech when a guy offers up a thoughtful opinion, backs it up with why he has that opinion, and then suddenly get slammed for such an opinion, which, by the way, is not a violation of your civil rights and doesn't ever say you can't protest. He told you what he thinks, why he thinks it and how it makes him feel. This is the problem with, frankly, a party of people, which I would say mostly I'm associated with. If, if, I, if somebody had to ask me, I'd say, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm fairly left leaning especially in terms of socially, right? I, I just, I just am. Um, it's not a political show, but if you want to ask me, I would say fiscally a little bit more to the right, uh, socially more to the left. I'm generally a centrist, but those are my leanings. But the left will tell you that they're the inclusive party. But here's the problem. If you don't, completely agree with everything they say and how they say it in the tone and the genuflecting that you're supposed to make in terms of what you're saying, well, then you're out, which is kind of counter to the whole idea of the entire thing. Drew Brees took about as middle a stance as you can possibly take. He supported it talking about his grandpa. And he also supported saying, we're all in this together. We're not perfect. Change needs to be made. Here's how I feel about the national anthem. And he will get skewered. And it's as big a part of the problem, okay? It's as big a part of the problem as the people on the other side saying, we don't have a problem with police. We don't have law and order. We don't have, it's just as big a problem. You didn't even listen. Like you, people stop listening. They won't click. They won't read. They won't listen. They won't hear the entirety of the point, which is about as inoffensive as anybody could make. It's probably our biggest problem. We want freedom of speech, except when somebody disagrees with our perspective, <laughs> right? That's what we want. We don't want this is, this is this is like my profession. Everybody in my profession says, man, I'd really, really like some feedback. Then you get, then you get feedback that you don't like. And you're like, F that guy. No, no, you said you want feedback. I do. I want honest feedback. Except I want, what, what people really want is somebody agreeing with what they say. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's the most embarrassing, hypocritical thing that we do as American people. But we do it. And the cycle continues. And here we are. 
right? Drew Brees in no way had anything negative to say about the Black Lives Matter movement, about the marches. He was he didn't he didn't take a pro police stance. He didn't utter the words law and order. He said nothing in negativity in regards to what's actually happening. He just said national anthem protest is not meant for me. And here is why he offered up his perspective, which is, by the way, the same thing that many black people want you to understand. Hey, listen, I understand your perspective on police officers. Here's mine. You know, whether you want to read stats or not stats, the feeling we get is that we're not treated equal under law. That, that we get harassed, that we get pulled over, that we get to make, make to feel like somehow we're criminals when all we did was, you know, roll a stop sign. Y- y- you want me to see from your perspective? I do. I can understand. I can empathize with that. Why can't you see it from Drew Brees' perspective? Only your perspective matters? That's it? And that is, I would say, the biggest issue with the younger generation of people iPhone, YouTube, even the words in which we use are selfish. Our opinion matters. Our thoughts, our opinion, our feelings matter more than anybody else's. Unless you agree with mine and then you're okay. If not, not okay. (laughs) Right? Drew Brees never brought up the word race. He never actually said the word police. He never said anything negative about any of the protests, even the looters, which are disgraceful. Anybody who's protesting knows that the looters are disgraceful. They are. They have nothing, nothing to do, nothing to do with what the protests are about. And look, if you want to, if, if you want me to see your perspective, I can. You also have to see mine, Right. That's generally the way it's supposed to work when functioning correctly, which is what the complaints are rightfully about. Hey, we ain't functioning correctly. We have a mass discrepancy between what happens to certain races of people and how they're made to feel, how they're made to look, the images that are in our mind, the images that are movie sets, maybe... All of these things. And there's past things that we cannot go back and fix, right? I, I, I don't have the power to go back and fix slavery. I don't have the power to go back and fix um, segregation. I don't. And yet we want to create avenues for equal rights under the law and equal opportunities under the law. But equal means equal. Equal does not shift in the other direction. That ain't. That ain't close to equal. So I listen to Drew Brees and what is fairly innocuous, middle of the road perspective that shares with you why he listens to the national. Because I'll just tell you this. When I hear the national anthem played, I agree with Drew Brees from this perspective. I have lived and played basketball overseas. I know our country has problems. I personally have been offended by some leaders in our country, some of the things that we've done, not always the things that are listed or that people are protesting about. And like anybody, I watch what happened to George Floyd and I'm sickened. Sickened. Um, I don't know if George Floyd was murdered because he was black or because he was the, 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 police officer was on a power trip or they had some, I don't know, but I'm willing to listen, get perspective and find out why so many repeat the same stories about how they're made to feel by police officers. Okay. But when I see the flag, I think of all the times I was overseas and how I missed home. I think of all the times that I came home and when you get off a plane at JFK or LAX, and you're walking into customs, you see old glory. You know she's not perfect. Our country's not perfect. We're all willing to evolve and get better and change. But there's an amount of respect that our country has earned because the truth is that having lived in other countries, 
I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. And I'm not one of these jerks that goes, you don't like it or leave. No, that's stupid. That's not the way it works either, right? If you don't like it, you want change, help, help foster some of that change. Help, help us grow. Help us evolve. Help us show your perspective. But there are a lot of men, women of color, not of color, that have died protecting what you have the right to protest. And so when I see, when I'm, when I'm in an arena and they play the national anthem, and now as a broadcaster, back as a player, I too am almost brought to tears because I think, how damn lucky am I? How lucky am I? Like, think about my life right now. I'm 44 years old. I have, I have three children. I have a house, car payments. I got, I got all these things, and I take care of my family, put away money for my future, and I've been able to do so because I played basketball and have opinions, which I believe are pretty educated and thoughtful on sports. That's what I actually do. That's what I actually do. I haven't had to have military service. I, I haven't, knock wood, ever been, had to file for unemployment. I have had an incredibly charmed life. I am lucky. I am fortunate. I've worked hard. I had to work hard to be a basketball player. I had to work hard to to, to get an opportunity in broadcasting and I've worked hard while I've been in broadcasting, but I'm not such a jerk to think I'm somehow so much better than somebody else who didn't get the opportunity. And just like I'm respectful of all the opportunities granted to me because I played basketball in college that opened up all these doors. I'm respectful of the country, which offered up all of these opportunities to happen. So that's what I think of. And if when the national anthem plays, you take a knee understand that I don't think you have the perspective that I do. And you probably think you don't have, I don't have the perspective that you do. And Drew Brees didn't take a shot at the protests that are currently going on. He simply said what he thinks of when he sees people kneel before the flag. Right? It doesn't mean it's going to stop it from happening. It doesn't mean it's going to stop offensive linemen from blocking form or defensive linemen, because that's not the way it works in this country. The way it works is if you want if you want freedom to work, you have to be willing to hear the counter opinion, especially when it's an opinion that does not impinge on your uh, civil rights. Right? Like your opinion can't be, well, if you don't like it, leave this country. That, that affects me. I don't, I, that's not what he said. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Ephraim Salam joins us, former star offensive lineman in the National Football League. Now, of course, you can hear him on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, he's an actor, he's an entrepreneur, he's a writer, he's a producer, and he's a, just a talented dude. E, let me let me play for you the full context of what Drew Brees had to say to Yahoo Finance earlier today. I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together we can all do better, and then we are all part of the solution. E, what's your reaction to what Drew had to say? What is the context? Uh, what was the context of uh, him saying that? Was there a question asked? The, the, uh, the, the, the question was asked. Question was asked. Um, what he thought of the the possibility of the national anthem protest returning to the NFL in 2020. Oh, okay. So this was a direct uh, answer to if people were to kneel and protest. Um, so the, the the thing when when you and, and this is where a lot of people get get caught up in what they say because I've never had a problem with the American flag for our freedoms for the people. My father was in the military. My father was in the war as well. So I understand that I have uh, family members currently in the in, in, in the military who have sacrificed a, a great uh, many things for, in, including life for this country. Um, so I don't I don't I, I don't have a problem with that. But given the the current climate uh, that we're in right now, it it just it I don't want to switch the narrative again. Like we saw what happened. Uh, during the initial uh, Colin Kaepernick protest, it became less about what he was protesting for, and it centered directly on how he was protesting. And so when I hear a statement like that, that gets people to talk like you. So now I'm have to talk about his Drew Brees' response to what the flag means to him and his family lineage of, of military service and so on and so forth. And given the current climate of what's going on in the entire world right now, um, with the spotlight shown on uh, police brutality, which the original protest was for, that's what the protest was for, the, the unfair policing of, of minorities in their own communities by, in the hands of, by the hands of the police. And so it's difficult for me to, like if someone says, what do you think about the protest? If, if the protest comes back uh, in 2020 to the NFL, I would say I think it would have more steam now because people actually get to see and feel 
exactly what the first protest was about, right? And yeah. that the, the, the individuals that are protesting, they're not disparaging the flag or the military or even this country. It's the treatment by some within this country. That's where I would go, right? But that's a setup for Drew, right? That's a setup because he obviously feels a certain way about the flag and the military and what that means to him. But they didn't really ask him about, I don't know if they asked him in that interview about what's going on. How do you feel about the current events? And have you talked to some of your teammates, some of your African-American teammates, and, and so on and so forth. So it would be unfair to just throw him, they pretty much throw him to the wolves, because that's not what we're talking about. Everybody right now is feeling and talking about what's happening to African-Americans in this country by the hands of police. That's what's happening. That's the, that's the topic. So when you start asking random questions and you're getting these answers that don't address actually what's happening right now outside our own front doors, then it's misleading. Um, how does this affect him in the Saints locker room? Um, and and it's, that's what I mean by it's unfair to him because it, it comes off as tone deaf about what the actual issue is and what some are currently going through right now in this country because – you know, I'm sure if they would have asked him, and I'm not sure if they did or not, because I'm not privy to the entire interview, um, but I'm sure if they would have asked him, how do you feel about, number one, what you saw with George Floyd, how, uh, you're, how are you responding to it, what are you telling your kids, what about your community, the answer would have been different. So it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I, you know, they, you they didn't what ask, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. And he did say, you know, things aren't all right or whatever, you know, he, he did the... Um, I don't know. Do you think it'll stop, like offensive linemen? Do you do you think that that changes? Can you, within the confines of a locker room, can you contextualize the discussion enough to where guys it can be business as usual? Well, you know they they know Drew Brees better than we know Drew Brees. Right? Those guys in that locker room, they've been with Drew, and some are new guys there. But for the most part, those guys have been around, so they know who they know who he is. And, and what he's about. We don't know that. On the outside looking in, I I mean, I know Drew Brees, but I don't know him like that. I've never played with him. I've played against him for over a decade. Um, but those guys in that locker room know him and know what he's about. And they may understand that, you know, we don't we don't know what he's doing directly to address what's going on in New Orleans and, and in the communities. If he's out there on the front line, if he's protesting, we don't know that. So I can't give a blanket statement about what those guys in the locker room would do, I think um, that's a conversation that they're, they're going to have when they all get together. Um, and whatever comes out of that, I'm sure we'll be privy to eventually. But I can't, you know, justly sit here and say those guys aren't going to like Drew Brees for his com- comments because these comments can be taken way out of context. Yes, but that's what ha- that's what happens. That's exactly right. what happens. That's, Every the, time. that's the nature of that's yeah. the nature of 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 where of where we are. I, I guess the, then the question becomes though, what what if that is his feelings? If he's like, look, I, I, I you have your right to protest. I agree with the protest. Like any human being, you watch that video and you're just appalled, right? Like I, I you, you lack any sort well, of. Not everybody's appalled. I think everybody's pretty appalled by it. No, I've actually been on radio and had people call in, and you'd be surprised on some of the sentiment, right? Which is part of the dialogue, right? Like, why didn't that was why wasn't that egregious, and why wasn't that appalling to you? And some were like, "Look, the police with their or within their right." I didn't think it was too excessive, but I, I trust me, I, firsthand, I've gotten all of those live on the air, and that's why I enjoy dialogue because. It's like a very pro-police, and never one time has anyone been anti-police. Like, I'm not anti-police. I'm anti-corruption. Yeah. Right? No, 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 like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I just, and, and I, I don't know if why the, uh, Derek Chauvin, whatever, why he had his knee on, his, uh, on George Floyd's neck, if it was because he was trying to be dominant and being a bully and being, you know, and feeling himself or it was because George Floyd's black and it made him scared. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I do know that I'm appalled by watching it. And right. you know, the more, the more stories I hear, you know, I don't, I, you know, of, of enough people that I respect, but like, look, man, you just don't understand, you know, things that happen aren't, 
aren't equal, aren't fair under the law. And like, all right, well, like, let's, let's, let's continue this conversation. I do think though, that you're, you're allowed to have the, the counter opinion on, or at least an opinion like breezes on some nature, aren't you? Of course, of, of course, there's always another opinion. Now, Drew Brees wasn't addressing the current situation right. and what was happening. He he was addressing, and I didn't even him I didn't even hear him say that he didn't like when guys took a knee. Like I didn't hear that. What I no. heard was what the flag meant to him. Right. So you can't lump that into he has a problem with guys taking a knee because he didn't say that. Agreed. Did he? No, right, so, uh, so no, for, but for but me, it's but 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 again, that that doesn't mean that's not what happens, right? You and I are are right. reasonable, sensible, educated people who you know, like you know, you grew up in sports. You're not really. I I I find that very few people who uh, <laughs> spent their lives in sports have any ability to be racist. I just you, it's you hard. you're not going to really hard. Really, it's got to be really. Hard. That doesn't mean there aren't racists in sports. But there aren't a lot because you just don't make it that long because you got to figure out how to get along and respect people you play with and compete with and against. But um, but I think the way in which it's going to be taken, it doesn't it's like the perception doesn't necessarily it doesn't matter if it's reality. It becomes a perception. Um, Okay, let me let me let me ask this. Should Kaepernick? I am of the opinion that a massive missed opportunity by Kaepernick to. Uh, maybe retake leadership of something that he started, maybe he had no idea or had no thoughts that it would become this big a thing. But you got cops and protesters alike taking a knee. That's Kaepernicking. And yet he's nowhere to be seen. Couldn't he be the leader of this movement when he kind of is, but it's allowed to have all these offshoots and, and, and fake leaders because he, he doesn't seem to have it in him to be that leader. No, I don't know. I'm not going to question what he has in him or not because he sacrificed a great deal to bring this to the forefront. He was criticized, he was demonized, he was villainized uh, by his silent protest. And now all people are saying is, why can't they protest peacefully? Right? So they talk about a man who protests peacefully, and then they villainize people who are outraged and, and, and now have a little more steam to their protest. So it's it's pretty much a lose lose in in terms of why isn't he out front being the leader of this movement? He's never been in front of the camera, right? Even during the protest, people were like, oh, "We just want to hear him speak. We just want to hear him speak." But that doesn't discount or discredit what he's doing for this movement. He brought it to the forefront. This is something that has been plaguing the African American community since the beginning of, of of time, and the fact that he chose that way to protest in that platform it made it a a, a world event because talking about all over the world and now three years later we're seeing when you ignore or when you ostracize someone who's trying to address an issue and you ignore that this is what happens so in terms of why isn't he at the podium and he's at why isn't he at the white house rallying everybody um i don't believe to me, it doesn't. The protest doesn't land on him. This is bigger than the NFL and him taking the knee, and it's grown far greater than that, which it should should have. So this is just not a movement where one guy can lead the movement. This is happening in, in countries all over the world. This is happening in all fifty states. So to have one guy as the guy who is the leader of of, of a movement that is that that uh, you know it's. It's been centuries in the making. Yeah, that's unfair to put on him. That's it's, it's, that's impossible. You can't put this whole thing on his shoulders. Although he was the face of it uh, during his protest in the NFL. I'm a, I just disagree with you. I, th- I think he. I honestly think he is the face of it. And you know, part of what had, part of the reason that they were that people were able to make it about the flag was because he wasn't taking a commanding role in it and say, it's not about the flag, you know, continue he, to reiterate. He came out and said it wasn't about that, but you I, under, I, I, under, I understand, but right? you have to, you have to keep people on message. Like that's part of leadership is keeping people on message. And, and, everybody and right. And right. In a leadership role, everybody's in a leadership role. Like there's no handbook on how to be a leader. Everybody leads in their own way. Right. So the faces of this movement are George Floyd, 
or Breonna Taylor or these victims who've been victims. Those are the faces of the movement. Not Colin Kaepernick. Those people who've lost their lives to this very thing we're protesting, those are the faces and the the leaders of the movement. Listen, I I understand, but they're not here to speak and stand up for themselves. That's why we're doing it. I, I, I do. I, I get it. But what I'm saying is if Colin Kaepernick was over the last week at different rallies and leading and saying, look, this is what I've been talking about for years. These are the names. These are the faces. These are the people that are important. And oh, yeah, by the way, if you're with us, you're not looting. You're not destroying property of, of owners that this is this that that's you're not with us. And this is what it's about. It's about this thing. I, I think that's leadership, and I think that's missing. And I'm surprised that a former starting quarterback in the NFL that could lead 53 men to a Super Bowl and nearly to a comeback win the Super Bowl doesn't see it that way. I'm surprised. Yeah, but, but, but once again, we can't, and I think that was a problem with the protest. Everybody had an idea of how he should be protesting and what he should be doing. It doesn't work like that. Right? Like, yeah, and, and if uh, we would want things to be a certain way. But if they're not that way, it doesn't discredit or it doesn't take away from the actual facts. Whether Colin Kaepernick decides to step out and go to Washington and, and Minneapolis and Oakland and overseas to talk at these rallies, that is beside the point. That The movement is too big. It's, it's, bigger, it's, it's way bigger than that now. Yet yeah, would that add some energy? And Of course. But this train is going. It's not, obviously, you can see it. It's not going to stop. There's a line being drawn. There's no more straddling the line. Right is right and wrong is wrong. And you got to pick which side of the line you're on. And however you feel or deem you need to be, uh, to speak out and, and be heard, that's your decision. But us as a collective, that's the loudest voice. We just we don't need Colin Kaepernick standing at, uh, at the steps of the, uh, 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 the, the Capitol giving us a speech on what to do or how to do it. This thing is already in motion. Though that eight minutes forty six seconds was devastating. Agreed. George Floyd listening to listening to him cry for help and no one doing anything. Breaking news, all four of all, all the three other officers have all been charged with aiding and abetting second degree murder. Right. So they'll all be arrested today. Yep. That was just released uh, uh, via CNN and well, every news uh, station. Uh, the district attorney in Minneapolis has, has, has levied that punishment after assessing uh, all of the, the evidence. Like, this is, look how fast this is happening. This would have took forever. Right, yep. those officers in Atlanta. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how long. I mean, like, look. I. I don't want. I have no idea how long it would have taken. I have no idea. I mean, like, look. If if we want justice, there has to be a fair trial. And and. But I. I you know. I. I don't know. I do know that's breaking news, and I know that that you you and I will continue this conversation. But good stuff, Absolutely. dude. We got we we got to roll. Uh, All right, let's, buddy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. 
I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Adam Silver is expected to have a proposal take a vote on Thursday at 1230 on the East Coast. Let's welcome in Ryan Hollins. Yeah, he, he works everywhere. He covers the league. He played in the league. He played at UCLA. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I want to get to all the other stuff. Let's just start with the NBA. 22 teams welcomed in. Bubble City, Orlando, neutral site. What are your thoughts on what the plan is as of now? I look at Adam Silver right now, and uh, I'm thankful because it looks like he absolutely got it right uh, as far as the NBA teams getting back and playing. Two teams stick out to mind, two players, Damian Lillard and Zion Williamson. Uh, Damian Lillard, Trevor Reza, and Carmelo and those guys, CJ, uh, that's a veteran squad that wants to go out, and maybe we don't think they're going to compete for a championship, but in their minds they've they've geared up, and you've got to applaud Dame uh, for what he's done over there, the Pelicans. Uh, arguably the the most exciting player in Zion Williamson since we've seen since LeBron James, <laughs> you know, and you'd like to see what he would do uh, in, in a playoff scenario. And uh, you know, Doug, I know we'll get to it, but even just bigger than uh, bigger than basketball, you know, the support that Adam Silver and the NBA players have had um, just within the time of uh, you know the outcry for social justice that we're, we're, we're dealing with now. And um, you know, Adam's really I appreciate how sensitive that he's gone about. Uh, the situations and allowing NBA players to express themselves. And now uh, you, you see a lot of this, um, I don't want to say change is happening, but I, you know, I, things are definitely different. Um, oh, let, let's why, why so long? Like I, I think I would understand it would take so long in terms of getting ready and getting into shape, but you can't, if you're going to have these preliminary games, why not get back on the court early in July? For one, you got to round the guys up. <laughs> you got to round them up. And uh, ultimately, injury prevention. You know, Doug, you and I both know, man, we, we, we could go through two months of training camp. You know, back, back in the day when we played in college, you had a whole month of just running, you know, weightlifting, suicides, all that. You get on the court and you still be out of shape. Uh, so th- there's a level where these guys' bodies have to get back into the form, um, and that's why it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while. Uh, every, you know, every team wants to say at least some form of peace or goodbye uh, as the season was cut short, so I think – uh, getting as many teams as you can for meaningful games makes sense. You don't want to just be watching uh, nothing on TV, even though at this point, you know, beggars really can't be choosers as it comes to our, our NBA action. But more so, Doug, to answer your question, injury prevention, getting these guys back in, you have no idea how out of shape uh, that, that, that guys have gotten. And then just mentally just getting in the routine of being NBA players again, getting back to regular life. Ryan Holland joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. Um, Okay. What do you think this does to the balance of power? Like when we last saw the NBA, it was Clippers, Lakers, Bucks. Those are the three best teams. 
the, what, if anything, changes when, this, when these teams return? You know, Doug we, we, Doug, we talked about this, and I was, you know, I don't want to say Clippers in a landslide. This is pre-LeBron James, you know, probably one of the best weeks he's had in a very, very long time where he took down Kawhi Leonard and Giannis. But I think this really, really does not favor uh, the Clippers. I look at LeBron James, and I think he's going to come out as a favorite to win the NBA championship. Uh, why do I say that? In the midst of chaos, we rely on what? Experience. Looking at the guy who's got three championships and nine NBA finals is going to know what the temperature is like of playing in the NBA playoffs in the midst of uncertainty. Are the Clippers more equipped? Yes. Do they have uh, ten, nine or ten guys on roster that can at least stay in front of LeBron James and won't just give up an immediate bucket? Yes. Uh, uh, Top to bottom, do we like what they bring to the table? Do they have Kawhi Leonard, who was arguably the best player in the world before uh, LeBron James showed up to the 2020 season? Yes. Uh, but ultimately, I'm going to look at experience. I'm going to look at the veterans. I talked to guys like Jared Dudley uh, and, and Quinn Cook and those guys on the Lakers, and they've been working out. They've been preparing. So, you know, just understanding the sense of urgency and not, not having a lack of complacency. And I'm not saying the Clippers have it, but I'm going to lean on experience in these times. Ryan Hollins, our guest in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox sports radio. Um, I'm going to, I want to play for you something that Drew Brees had to say earlier today. Now uh, this, he was asked the question, asked the question about uh, his thoughts on the potential return of national anthem protests this year in the NFL. Here was his response. I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better. And that we are all part of the solution. What do you think? Drew Brees is someone that I've looked up to. Drew Brees is the ultimate professional I <laughs> I couldn't think about somebody dropping the ball more at a more important time in history. The statement, even when Colin Kaepernick took a knee, the statement was never that Colin Kaepernick did not respect America and all that the troops and people have done. In fact, he said he was frustrated that a lot of his friends that served in the military were not treated correctly. So Drew Brees just glossed over the whole point of everything that's going on right now. That hurts. That's frustrating. That's the whole reason that this whole situation is happening. Like, but like, like straight up, like, I, I swear to God, like, I love, I look up, I'm hurt right now. I look up to Drew Brees. Like, that's disappointing. Drew Brees, no one is saying that we don't appreciate the sacrifices that your dad, your grandpa, or whoever has made for the country. I'm not political or anything like that. I understand that. I'm not fighting that. I, I like being safe, <laughs> okay? I like being safe. I don't want to be bummed. But Drew Brees, he dropped the ball here. Acknowledge what's going on right now. Acknowledge police brutality. Acknowledge a system that is essentially failing right now. You Listen, you could be, my kids understand and watch George Floyd and said it was wrong. And I'm not saying that Drew Brees is saying it's right, but there's a bigger matter here that's been going on right now. And that's why, but listen, I have real hurt and real frustration by Drew Brees saying that. This ain't the time. Now, maybe I didn't hear all of the clip. Maybe there's more to what Drew Brees has said, but I'm incredibly disappointed. There's, there's, something, there's a, something that's really, really wrong that we finally have people understanding. So don't make this about 
the military or somebody else or whatever, ultimately look at the situation and say, man, people are treated wrong. African-Americans have been treated wrong. We all need some form of equality that we're really close to fighting for. And Drew Brees, you have a voice that speaks. Yeah, I, well, you have look, a voice that speaks. I, I, here's where I'm going to disagree with you. Okay, now again, in full, in in fairness, okay, we want to play the whole clip. We didn't play the whole interview, and I don't know if he was asked about the actual protest. I agree, right? but I I also think, and this is really important, he was giving his perspective on the national anthem. That that's his perspective, and I think that's one that's shared by a lot of people, right or wrong. Now, is there a difference between that and the protests that are going on now? Absolutely. That should not in any way, and I would agree with you, that like there has to be some sort of statement at some point from Drew Brees, which is like, you know, what, what you saw in Minneapolis is horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. But I, I think if we're going to have the real conversation, the real conversation also has to be, hey, I'm willing to listen. That's what you see when you th- he- see somebody kneel before the fight. That's how you feel. That's how it makes you feel. Now, again, my, my stance has always been like, I actually, I get, I actually get what Drew Brees is saying. I thought that Kaepernick was, and anybody who kneels before the flag is not only disrespectful, but intentionally disrespectful, right? Like there's this, well, it's not about, yes, it is. It actually is. It, it's, it's intentionally to bring attention to a problem, which I, I'm, it, Ryan, I'm being completely, you know, we grew up kind of similar sort of worlds, right? Where. When you're a basketball player. You don't really, you can't really see race. If you do, is something, something. It, I, you're not going to last long in the basketball world if you have a problem with somebody of other color skin, especially if you're white having color with somebody with black skin, right? You just, that yeah, ain't going to work. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's always been hard for me to wrap my head around how black people feel like they're being treated when, like, I don't feel like I treat anybody differently. So why would anybody else? But I actually think this is his honest perspective. What he sees. And I think it's going to be parsed in a way which is going to demonize him. And I actually think when you listen to the full context of it, it can't, it shouldn't be demonized. All right, all right, fair, fair. But hear this, Doug. I don't agree with looting. I don't. I don't agree with looting. Uh, I'm not gonna. That that's not for me. That doesn't make sense. But when I see people doing it, I understand the hurt. I understand that those are voices that they feel like they're not heard. I understand that some of them are doing it for selfish reasons because they want to get a TV or a new pair of shoes or a selfish game. But I understand that there's people that are also hurt and they really don't know how to express themselves and they're just going to to tear up the first thing that they find, whether it be right or wrong. Um, I also believe, Doug, that there's a time and a place for everything. And when you look at Colin... It was it was a form of a peaceful protest that he didn't appreciate the things that were going on today. And I understand, while some may see it as disrespect, listen to his message. By no means is anything his message disrespectful. And, Doug, you and I both know as members of the media, there's a time and a place for everything. In the midst of, of you know, civil unrest, in the midst of, you know, someone was beat up or, or domestic violence, you don't want to be on the other side saying something else. And I do respect that it's, that it's, it's Drew's opinion. And he may say, you know, for me personally, this is what it represents. And I'm not changing that. But I, I think there's a problem when you cast judgment on other people, especially on the time. And, Doug, I get it. We, me and you both, we've been blessed. We play a sport. We were able to be a part of a sport in which speaks the universal language, music, basketball, sports you know, entertainment. It's a universal language that brings people together, and it's been absolutely beautiful. You've had black teammates, I've had white teammates, Latino, Asian, and so on and so forth. All that matters when you got on court, you don't matter what color you're on, if you could ball, you could ball. But I'm saying, as far as timing, this is incredibly poor timing from Drew Brees. And maybe before you make a statement, I say, you know what, hey, man, I want to not, and, and, and to his fairness, towards the situation, you know? But right now, this is not a time to be saying, man, I, I, I'm gung-ho, I'm fighting for the military, you know? And I get you, he answered a question, which was a question. Uh, but I, I just believe that the bigger issue right now, and I hope that a reporter wasn't just trying to find a soundbite to make Drew Brees look bad, because I really, really look up to Drew Brees and love Drew Brees and thought he's been an, an amazing pro and heard nothing but great stuff about him. It's just very poor timing. Ryan Holland joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, 
this is a really, really unique time. I guess kind of bringing it back to the NBA and you talk about, I, I don't, I, I feel like the NBA is missing that window though, man. Like I just, um, especially considering that social justice is something that I think the NBA above even the NFL or any other, uh, any other players those have been intricately involved in and accepted the responsibility of, I, I, I feel like, you know, you're, you're going to get to July and into August and now competing with football in September I feel like it's missing its window. Man, it's it's incredibly tough, but we know how sensitive times are, you know, beyond the social injustice with, with COVID-19 and obviously safety in the NBA as, you know, I, I don't want to say they pioneered with it. I guess what the word would be, they were the first league to have stopped and, you know, major league to go on and, and say, hey, we're going to start up again. So I, the, the, the reality behind it, and Doug, you understand this, you know, there's player contracts that are up. So what? All right, if you're on a one-year deal, you know, Jared Dudley for the Lakers, do we roll over and you're still on the team, or do we just cut your contract short and you do not uh, uphold an uh, obligation? You know, there's billions and trillions of, of dollars that be, are being lost beyond the NBA. But, you know, if you have an opportunity to come back and salvage and, and, and not have a year where, like, 2020, just uh, DNP asterisks no winner or, or uh, right now, as fans, right, the Milwaukee Bucks would hold up the trophy and say, well, I guess we kind of won by default. So you've got to have a finish to the season. I think uh, the NBA, you know, will be hotter than ever if they do it and promote it right, which I, I, I trust uh, that it will. I have no idea what it will look like. But, you, you know, sometimes you take those lemons, Doug, and you make lemonade. <laughs> yep. Yep. You good? You healthy? You safe? Yeah, man, we're we're good. We're at home. I, I think the toughest part for me, man, just being honest and frank with, with you, just like explaining to my kids what's what's going on or having to have those conversations with them. Because, like, it sucks as a kid. Like, I, I don't care what color you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, they have to hear these conversations. And, you know, hopefully if, if, if it's permitted, they grow up in a world that's much, much different and they can be – a part of that change, not saying they need to be out, you know, in the front lines of, of social justice, but if they see it, we all have a personal obligation uh, to kind of put a halt to it. And I think, I think the big message, Doug, you'd agree, is like just having empathy, empathy towards these situations and not just turning blind eye and going, well, that's what it is. Because black people go, well, they're not going to change it. We know it's wrong. And white people go, well, I don't really see it. Well, you all see it now, you know? Yep. Well said. I, I totally agree on empathy. It's it's more of it is needed. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Doug, you're the man. Appreciate you again, man. Great show. I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm keep on listening, man. I'm tuning in. <laughs> At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.